Welcome to Nas After Dark. Come on in, man. Let's have a talk. <laughs> N-A-S-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. Welcome back to the Nas Society After Dark Edition, man. What is going on, everybody, on this lovely night here in February 2022? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope you had a good week, man. Good weekend. There was a lot of stuff going on here in Chicago. Wherever city you're from, man, I hope that you're being safe, you know. So we're about to get into another great episode of some good talk, man. Got some good dialogue. I want to, you know, put you guys up on. Got some updated news about some shows, traveling events, and we're going to dig into a smaller topic, man. So hope y'all ready, man. You got whatever you need, you know, got your drink or whatever, or whatever you smoking on, you know, no judgment, do your thug, thizzle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's get into it, man. I'm so glad y'all back with me, man. <laughs> let's do it. My beautiful people, man, ladies and gentlemen, everybody around that's up, that's tuning in to the Not Society After Dark podcast. We are live and full effect doing our thing man welcome back to the society man at the dark like i said man i hope you guys had a good week we're gonna talk about a lot of things today but first and foremost to take care of the business i am ready moving forward if this is your first time following the show you can follow me at mr moving forward on instagram or the underscore nas underscore society on instagram or simply reggie moving forward on facebook man um I'm blessed to continue to do these shows, man. Uh, I like to think of this show as more of more personable, right? It's like um, a more intimate setting where it's just me and the viewers, just me and you, whoever's listening, whatever time you're listening to, the, to this show, day or night, man. It's it's more of an intimate feel because, um, you know, it's more of a um, kind of an outlet, right, to kind of talk and tell you my views on things, tell you a little bit about me and, you know, how I view certain situations in the world, you know, uh, with TOTB, um, this is Thinking Outside the Box, um, the show I do on NDTV Network, that's more of a, um, a worldwide national kind of viewership, right, where there's cameras, there's lights, there's more of a um, visual impact, right? Um, I mean, that's still a great show. It's an amazing show. We've been going into season three with it right now. So um, that's that platform. And then I am proud to announce that uh, starting on February 9th, uh, which is this Wednesday, we have the Bars and Bucket podcast. Bars and Buckets, man, where you get your latest and dopest sports and hip-hop conversations and topics new releases, things that's going on, and um, whatever you like, whatever sports teams you like, man, you can chime in and feedback and do all that thing. Uh, you can follow that show on YouTube, right? Or you can follow it on Facebook Live. It's going to be streaming live each and every Wednesday. Um, you got me, you got Cornell, you got AD, you got Mark, man, the four of us. Uh, we're on that show doing big things, man. I know them brothers for a very, very long time, man, and uh all of them are super insightful when it comes to music and hip-hop, sports, basketball, football, things like that, man. Bars and Buckets is more of a sports and media outlet to kind of talk about what's going on 
in our generation when it comes to music and how it transcends to sports, right? Um, so, I mean, we're going to be acting a fool on that, man. We got a lot of different gimmicks that we're going to utilize. Um, but I want you to check it out, man. It's going to be some good talk. We're going to have a lot of fun on there. It's called Bars and Buckets, B-A-R-S, big capital N, Buckets. Bars and Buckets, man. Follow us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, and on Facebook, man. So, super excited about that uh, to get that started. So, that got that show. So, Nas is like my baby, right? Nas is um, about two years in the making right now. And when I started it, I knew I wanted it to be a personal kind of feel. You know, I wanted it to be real intimate. Now, after about a year, it kind of got sidetracked a little bit because um, we had uh, a lot of people on the show. We had a set group of people on the show. Shout out to Yana and Mo and Corn, right? Uh, and, you know, other guests we had on. And it kind of took a turn for <laughs> more of a... Um, What's the word I want to use? Um, I don't want to use ratchet, but it, it was a real streets. It was for the streets. It was more about talking about stereotypes of relationships and sex and um, infidelity and things like that. Right. Uh, so that was the basis of a lot of Nas' shows for a couple months, man. We got like I tell you, that was a huge hit <laughs> as much as we was talking about crazy topics. Uh, regarding all those things, man, it was a huge hit. So, um, and don't get me wrong, man, this season, we are definitely going to have those guys back on. I love them, you know, and we're going to have some more of those topics, man. We're going to get back into, uh, the whole relationship stuff and cheating stuff and, um, sex and all that, you know, the, the real raunchy stuff that people want to hear about, right? Because, you know, I, I'm very, my range is from everywhere. I could talk about anything from politics to cartoons, you know, so uh, that's what I, I, I'm, I'm proud of myself that um, I am, I have a wide range when it comes to topics and I like to talk. So uh, we definitely gonna get back to that because, you know, still got some people, man, were you going to bring back that show, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. We're coming back. <laughs> but we um, want to focus a little bit more on being intimate and personal. And if you catch the last show, which was called Let Me Explain, I explained a little a couple things that was going on while I took a brief little break for a few months. And that was because I wrote a book, if you remember. Yes, The Pursuit of Moving Forward. The Pursuit of Moving Forward is a story about me and things that I went through to kind of gain momentum to who I am, the man I am right now, right? It's really, really hard to write. I'm uh, still a little, you know antsy about it, you know, because my business is out there. But like I said, I wanted my story to be written by me. I didn't want nobody else to tell my story. And God forbid I left this earth. I wanted my story to come from my lips and my mouth. And um, I'm proud of it, man. Um, I am actually surprised the amount of people that actually went and purchased this book, man. So there's too many people to put on air, but you know who you guys are. I really thank you. Thank you for the feedback. A lot of people bought it on Kindle, so you can buy it on Amazon, Amazon, uh, Pursuit for you can just, you know, if you got Kindle, you can download it straight to your, your iPad or whatever, um, and read it, it's just, it's not a long read, but it's a good read, um, so you can check it out there, and then I have people that order the actual copy, 
So shout out to you guys too. So there's the paperback copy and there's the hard copy, right? Um, so a lot of people have ordered both of those, all of them, right? And um, I'm thankful. What can I say? You know, I was a little embarrassed because I'm like, oh man, they about to judge me. But that happens a lot, man. When you when you feel that you're judged because of your past, and you don't expect nobody to forgive you. You don't. You think people are gonna look at you differently. So. Now I was like, oh, okay, here we go, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm proud of it, man. Um, it's actually part one of a crazy, crazy story, man. So um, if you will take a journey with me and read my book and gain a little bit more insight about what I went through to make me the man I am today, and um, maybe get a little sneak peek into book two because book two is just as crazy, right? I ain't gonna get y'all release date on that, that but um but yeah so we definitely wanna thank everybody that copped that book. Um so yeah that's what I've been doing man and um doing a lot of promoting with it, um doing a lot of traveling with it. I'll be in Cali pretty soon, be in Atlanta pretty soon. Uh, I'll be at Houston at the end of the month. Um, so like I said, if you want to order the book, you know, you can just go on the website or you can go on Amazon, but I have copies. So if you want the actual hard copy or the paperback, or, you know, either one, just let me know. You can send me a message directly if you got my contact, you know, and if you don't, you can just email me or whatever. Um, if you have your friends on social media, you can inbox me. Hey, Reg, I want a copy of the book. Um, you know, so any, anyhow you want to do it. Right. And then also do not forget that we have a actual number that you can reach us at, man. Please send us a text 773-788-2300. If you want to purchase the book, send me a text, right? Or if you have feedback on the show, send us a text, man. Let us know how you're feeling about it, man. Uh, almost again, if you do purchase the book, I have a special gift for you. So please be sure to reach out with that, right? Once again, the number is 773-788-2300, man. So thank you guys for that. Um, so those are the shows that we got going on. We got the Bars and Buckets show premiering this Wednesday, um, which I'm really excited about. Going to have a lot of fun on that. Be sure, like I said, be sure to check out that show. Uh, and just let me just give you guys the the quick little um, understanding and where you can find these shows at, man, if you just want to check them out, right? Um, bars and Buckets, you know, there's Bars, B-A-R-S, capital N, Buckets Podcast, right? You can find that, you know, find our page there um, on Facebook um, to look at the 11 live shows. Same thing with YouTube, Bars and Buckets on YouTube, Bars and Buckets on Instagram, um, you know, a lot of great things there. Um, season three of uh, Thinking Outside the Box is coming back really, really soon. Um, so you want to check out that NDTV Network. You download the app, INDETV Network, Thinking Outside the Box. Look at all our shows from season one, season two, or you can go to YouTube, TOTV underscore shows. There's more um, shows actually being uploaded there. So um, check those out. We're going to add more shows on there as well. Um, so that's that. And of course, you got me right here with you, you know, Nas. And I want to give a couple shout outs, actually. Uh, shout out to my fire brother, uh, Blake Martin, man. He wrote his book. Um, and I actually went to his book signing the other day. And it was really good, man. Really, really good. Uh, so I want to give a big shout out to him, man. Because like I'm telling you, it's, it's not easy writing your story for people to read um, and bearing your soul, right? So 
Shout out to Blake, man. He did his thing. I'm proud of you, frat. Um, I want to give a shout out to, of course, Jay Rilla. Um, I am actually, like I said, I'm going to Cali to do some work with Jay Rilla. We're going down there to do a show. Um, so I'll keep you guys updated with that. Um, also, if you want to see me in person and some of these events, if you want to see me in person or if you want to book me, whatever, you know, you can always reach out. Like I said, now society 2020 at Gmail. Um, you can always hit me on social media, Reggie Move Forward on Facebook. Hey, you know, you guys got my contact. So um, I actually just got contacted last week um, about doing an event. So I'm super excited about that, man. So all the, all the outpour has been great, man. You know, uh, like I said, I love doing this show because it's really personal. You know, I don't have to. There's not a lot of distraction. It's just me and you. <laughs> Whatever you're doing right now, you're chilling. If you're just vibing, you're cleaning up or you're driving or... You know, whatever it is, man, it's me and you, and that's always a good feel. So, so that's that. So, what we gonna do, man? We gonna take a little break. <laughs> uh, give you a chance to pour up again. I know I need to pour up again, uh, but I just want, to, of course, give you guys the updates and everything like that, man. Of course, I always appreciate y'all rock on me, but we have some stuff to talk about, right? <laughs> so, I'll see y'all in two. And we are back. Okay, guys, so we are going to touch on a couple of topics, man. Um, first and foremost, I want to just talk briefly about um, the mentorship part of Nas and how important and vital that is to, you know, everything that I stand for. You know, when I started the idea of doing this uh, organization, um, it was rooted in mentorship, you know, for the youth, you know, now when I say youth, you know, that that's not, that don't mean just teenagers, that means young people, you know, a young person can be anywhere from, you know, eight to 28, you know, I mean, um, I think that that part of um, being there for someone and being a, a role model, in a positive way, especially with what's going on nowadays, is, is super vital, man. So um, the mentorship part is um, very important to the growth of what I do. Um, still, uh, on a weekly basis, reach out to a lot of the young people I talk to, man. And we, uh, you know, we still try to hang out and do things. Um, as the weather begins to break here in Chicago, we're going to get back to our weekly meetings, you know, and fellowship, fellowshipping and talking and things like that, going on the outings or whatever, just to break some bread and buy. Um, so I want to be cognizant of recognizing that part of it. Um, not a statistic is, has no age limit, has no gender restrictions or no color restrictions, right? Being labeled and being judged is universal, and I know that from experience. So, you know, definitely need to highlight that point. Um, so once again, man, thank you, everybody, for um, supporting, you know, whether near or far um, to the faithful listeners and everything like that. Uh, that's followed me for a while. <clears throat> um, so with that being said... I kind of want to talk about a couple of things, right? First and foremost, if you haven't already purchased the book, be sure to go purchase it on Amazon or just contact me directly and I'll get you a copy. Um, but starting next week, man, we're going to dig into this book. We're going to dig into a little bit, um, chapter by chapter or whatever, of 
the book and how it translates to everyday life or translates to um, the whole acronym of being not, not a statistic in what I stand for, right? Um, like I said, it's a blessing to write this and to be able to be alive, to tell the story and to break it down chapter by chapter. You know, when I was at, like I said earlier, I was at my frat brother's um, book signing. You know, he took he took some time and uh, the mediator was asking him questions and things like that about his life and his past. And he was able to explain it to people that was listening to him about the trauma that he's been through as a young boy. And he dealt with his sexuality and he dealt with certain obstacles with his parents and things like that and how that made him made him to be the man that he is today. And I thought that was real prevalent. I thought that was important to do to, to show the growth of where you've been to where you are now and that's what i want to do you know that's what i want to do with um breaking down this book is talking about the things that i've been through and how it translates into who i am now but more importantly who i want to be because i'm not done being a person that i want to be I'm, I'm i've taken steps i still fall i still have mistakes that i i wish i didn't make um but i'm still growing and i'm still moving forward to that man that i know i can be Right, so we're going to break down these certain chapters, and we're going to talk about that starting next week. So if you haven't gotten out, gotten the book already, go purchase it, go cop it. Uh, let me know what you think. If you got it, just send me a text. Send you a special gift, man, for supporting and rocking with it. Um, so you can be able to understand what I'm talking about more and uh, how I'm breaking things down with when I uh, kind of go step by step on certain topics and certain chapters in the book for, um, starting next week. So definitely go do that. What I want to kind of talk about in this episode is relationships. I want to talk about relationships a bit uh, because we live in a world where um, when you meet somebody or you are encountered to start a process of dating somebody or getting to know somebody or looking for um, a certain person that you can invest your time and energy with, right? There's a process to that. That seems like there's a little of a little bit of a um, kind of um, like a checklist that you go through, right? There's relationships that we put ourselves in that we regret. And then there's relationships that we put ourselves in that we thankful that we are in because we know it is going to flourish and it's going to grow. So my question is to you guys, and of course you can chime in or whatever, you know, um, however you want to do that. But uh, I want to talk about relationships and what it is for you and what do you look for in a relationship, right? Certain people don't want to get married. Majority of people want companionship. Some people don't want the label, the title, um, or anything like that. Uh, but other people do. I have experienced a certain relationship with someone that is by far different than anybody else. I've you know had relationship with you know, and you know of course I'm not gonna get into any names, anything like that, but this woman was very vital, was very vital to me and who I am, and 
always wanted to encourage the growth of the potential that I had, you know, super supportive, super loyal, you know, and when you come across people like that, like I mentioned, it's like, man, you feel blessed to come across that person. But at what point do you tell yourself, okay, this person is here. This person is something I want to invest in, something I want to build in. You know, at what point do you get to that level without it crumbling? Because there is a time frame that a person has in their mind that um, things are supposed to progress how they want it to progress according to the timeline that they're in. And it could be men and women, you know, not labeling men or women, but sometimes men have a certain time frame that they're imagining and then women have a certain time frame. So my question is more so, do you, is there a time limit on when to take the next step in a relationship with you? Have you ever had a situation where you was dating somebody or you was with somebody and it was cool? You, you could tell it was a good person. It was a good vibe and everything like that. Um, but you didn't know when the next step was coming. You didn't know when to take the next step or even if to take the next step. Maybe there was fear of rejection or fear of it failing or you know, fear of you not trusting yourself in that relationship. Right. And I don't think nobody intentionally wants to hurt anybody. Um, but there is a fear there, right? There's a fear that maybe I'm going to do some dumb shit that I'm going to hurt this person unintentionally, you know, so you don't put yourself in a position to be in something more monogamous. Um, I often think about sometimes, you know, there's a phrase, you don't know what you got until it's gone, which I do agree with, you know, um, sometimes we take for granted the gifts and the blessings that people uh, are in our lives. And I can attest to that. Like I mentioned, you know, um, there, you know, there's some time people take advantage of that. I have been one of them. Um, but when it comes to relationships, what is the process that you go through to determine if that person is built for the long haul for you? Longevity is a word that we often use, but I think we often use it because it's uncommon. You know, we are in a society where the average relationship, not even talking about marriage, because the average marriage definitely doesn't last more than three to five years, which is sad. But the average relationship, like when you actually determine that we're in a monogamous relationship, nowadays it doesn't last, that the, the shelf life of it is not long. Because we live in a world where it's so easy to break up. Now, there are people that's been together in a relationship for years and they're going strong and they're doing good. Right. And then even they are thinking, well, what is the next step? We've been together in a relationship for four or five years. I'm ready to be married. So what is the next step? And that's a woman, of course, because um, if a man is feeling like that, then he's going to propose. You know, if a man is with a woman for four or five years and he's, you know, thinking about the next step, it's his role. If we're talking about gender roles, <laughs> which is an interesting topic we had on another show, um, he's going to get a ring and he's going to propose, you know, and then it's up to the woman to say, I do. I think more often than not, women, because they don't have that position, well, actually, it's a weird thing now where a lot of women are proposing to men, which I think is, you know, I'm not too keen of that. But um, 
women have a position where, look, we've been together four or five years. I love you. You love me. If you haven't decided that you want to marry me by now, then what are we doing? You know, because I don't want to just continue just to be put in this box of just your girlfriend. Right. And then there's other parts that come to it legally, like because. You know, if you're with somebody for years and years and years and God forbid anything happens, you're just a girlfriend. You know, uh, you don't you're not entitled to certain things or I'm not saying that you're, you're supposed to be in it for monetary reasons. But there, you know, marriage is a business. You know, what's mine is yours is yours is mine. And that shouldn't be the mindset, but that's the reality of it. We together. We live together. We've been together for four or five years. And now because you passed away. I legally can't do certain things because this house is in your name or this bill is in your name or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? So those are things to think about as well when you're thinking about relationships and how do you determine if you're going to be in it for the long haul and what is the next step? I'll get a little bit in my situation, which, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like to get too deep into it, but that's why I like this show. And the show is a little bit personal where I can kind of, you know, have an intimate talk with you guys about certain things. There was a situation with me where there's a young lady talking about was great. Great. Like, um, nobody's perfect. So never, I never, I try not to ever use that perfect word. You know, she had her flaws or whatever. Um, but I felt like this woman was a great woman. Um, very loyal, very supportive, driven, um, a person that you can say, oh, yeah, she got my back, I got hers. Um, just all the fundamentals that you look for, right? So, in my mind, oh, of course the question came to me, like, okay, well, when do I take the next step? Because there's levels to steps when it comes to dating somebody or being in a relationship with them and things like that, right? For me, one of the things that crept into my spirit and my heart was... Yeah, I care about this girl a lot. This girl has everything that uh, most men that looking that's looking to settle down would ask for. <clears throat> and what was my roadblock? Fear. Fear that somehow I was going to mess this up. Fear that somehow, ultimately, I wasn't going to be good enough because of... Um, my status, maybe, you know, not saying that the person was super heavy on materialistic things, but I know that the person um, was um, successful, right? So the person was uh, at a level, at a higher level, higher level of success than I was. So that comes with matching energy, you know, and there was a fear that I'm not there yet. And as much as I want to be, ultimately, this person is going to leave me because I'm just haven't been there yet. Um, I mean, it's, it's fear has a lot of circles in it. So my fear and insecurities was a huge factor in the reason that that relationship or that experience with that lady um, didn't work. Right. And um I think about that a lot, you know, you think about that a lot and sometimes you you, you you sit back and you evaluate, man, what could I have done better? What can I, how can I do this better? You know, how can I change this situation, right? And none of this stuff that I'm talking about is in <laughs> the book. So he's like, you know, you ain't got to worry about that. So in the second book, 
but it ain't in the first book. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, 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 the why is what's curious to me. Why do we as humans, not just men, because women do it too. Why do people, us as human beings, make the decisions that we make out of fear or out of insecurity or out of, um, I don't know, some type of anger or, or, or guilt or some something that's inside of us that says this is not going to work no matter what, you know, and this person that they're dating or intimate with or whatever, they may have all the good qualities. So I put it back on you guys and I ask, have you ever been in a situation where you dated somebody or you was with somebody or you was in a relationship or you just encountered somebody and it was just such a good vibe? Things were going so good to the point where you got scared a little bit that it wasn't going to go good anymore. Or you was going to do something that was going to make it go bad or hell, maybe you already did something that made it go bad. You know, I can attest to that too. Sometimes, man, the truth is we make dumb mistakes in relationships. We do men, women, boy, girl, we make mistakes. Learning from them is important. Learning from them is vital, you know, and um, I'm not just talking about the the obvious mistake that people think of when you talk about relationship or talk about infidelity. I'm not just talking about that. There's mistakes that we make, um, such as um, not being compassionate enough, not understanding a person's love language, not um, being as attentive, right? Not being as thoughtful. You're not putting yourself in the other person's shoes because oftentimes. We come into these relationships not all the way full, not all the way healed from what we've been through in the past. So that gives us a selfish mind state where we only think about ourselves and we don't think about the other person. And that drives the other person away. But we validate ourselves with that because we say, oh, well, this is how I am. But that's not the way when you're in a relationship. You're supposed to think of the other person. You're supposed to feed off each other. We had a topic on thinking outside the box about submissive, which caused a whole little spill. But um, being submissive is not a bad word, right? It's not a. It's not meant to come into a negative light. You know, a woman submits to a man, a man submits to a woman. You submit to each other's needs, and that's how it's supposed to be. I was kind of ignorant of the fact of what that word meant earlier in my years dating and in relationships and hell even even in my uh prior marriage you know that i didn't fully understand and grasp the meaning of what that word meant but my woman i will want my woman to submit to me just like i'm going to submit to her needs right um i believe there are certain roles gender roles that should be taking place in a home and a relationship right i would love to remain remain as the 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 the, the protector, you know, I, I want to protect this family. I want to protect this relationship. I want to be able to be known as the provider. You know, I want to be able to known as the the person that's always bringing the family together. There's a as there's a solid rock, something being held on a solid rock, right? Now, when I say be the provider, that don't mean that you know I take care of everything. You don't do nothing, right? Teamwork is about actually having a team mindset, right? Um, if we have a certain goal that we have to reach, we have to be on one team. I feel like I can make the best decisions for uh, for us as a relationship or as a family or a marriage 
but I can't make any decision without you. I need your input on all the decisions that I'm thinking. And if you have any ideas or situations that you want to bring, then you bring them and we talk about it. It's a team. I say all this to say relationships can be they seem like they can be so easy, but it's so hard if you're not there mentally, if you're not mentally or mentally or emotionally ready to invest. A relationship is an investment. Are you really invested into this long haul or are you just dating to kill time or something that's just to fill your space because you don't want to be alone? I know a person uh, who remain nameless, one of my good friends, um, but the person doesn't want to be in something long term with someone um, as far as marriage. The person just wants to have companionship. The person wants to have this person in their life. They don't want the title. They don't want the, the drama that comes along with being this or that. You know, they want it to be simple. I got your back. You got mine until I die or till you die. You know, that's a mindset that a lot of people have. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's how you rock, that's how you rock. I just want to ask you guys, like, what is your views on relationships or how do you how is your approach when you meet someone that you feel is valuable? Do you instantly say, "Okay, well, I'm going to lock you down. It's me and you to the world blow up. You know, let's get married. Let's build a family. You know, or do you sometimes clam up? Do some of your past traumas or your past fears hinder you from continuing to move forward with somebody that you know is an asset in your life? You know, um, that's important, man. That is very, very important. You know, I, like I said, nobody would tell you that I am a guy that's a saint when it comes to relationships. You know, um, nobody. Um, in my book, I talk about, um, how I was growing up, man. Growing up as a kid, I've always wanted to, it's like I can picture myself being, like, happy, being a husband, being, like, finding, like, uh, the woman of my dreams, almost like a movie, man. It was so weird. I'm, you know... 12, 13, 14 years old, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe even younger than that. And I'm just thinking about, man, when can I, when I'm a final girl in my dreams, man, when I'm going to uh, get married, when I'm going to have a family, you know? These are things I'm thinking that at 12 years old, right? Um, but as life goes on and I get older and situations happen, I've come across women who are good women, are good women, man, good women. And a clam for some reason. Fear comes in my mind. Fear of rejection. Fear of not being enough. Fear that I'm gonna do something stupid. Or have already done something stupid, you know? And that's just not the person that I always want to be. I always want to be uh, a family man, you know. I always always have something special, you know. I want to be in love. I want to feel love. I want to just embrace that whole feeling, man. But there's a fear that came with that as I got older that was has been hard to shake. And, you know, I'm man enough to admit that I've been working on that. Yes, I do go to counseling. <laughs> I do talk to somebody. And, you know, it's been very, very healing. That's one thing that black men don't do. 
that that pride won't allow them to seek help, seek, you know, counsel to talk to about it. Someone that's just totally not biased that you can just confide in and talk to, right? And and doing my little sessions over the few last few months and things like that, I've identified that the fear has been there when it comes to relationships. Fear. The fear of not being enough, the fear of being hurt or hurting someone has been a huge hang up in a lot of instances when it comes to women. And that's something that I'm working on, you know, because like I said, in, in my core, I already know what I want. I know who the men are who I want to be. And I'm continuing to move forward, quote unquote, towards that. Right. So I think identifying identifying the issue, identifying what you need to work on so you can be better, so you can get back rooted into what you are, is very vital. And I don't think it happens enough with men, you know, just speaking on men for a minute, because a lot of these relationships end on the mind state of a man's actions and his thoughts when it comes to relationships and women. I think for the most part, not all, a nice amount of women want stability, want longevity, want commitment, want love, want family, you know, they want growth. <clears throat> uh, but I think it, it stems from the man's insecurity or his pride or something inside of him that's that he's battling with. You know, we all battle with stuff, man. We all do. We all battle with stuff. And we got to get to a point where we can change the robe that we put on to fight it, you know? I've been battling a lot of stuff for a while, but things have gotten easier for me over the last years. I don't battle with what I battled with years ago, right? So certain things that I was a problem for me years ago isn't a problem for me now because I can face that head on. But I did recognize and identify, this is me being personal, I identified certain things that have hindered me in relationship realms. Uh, and that's fear, you know. <clears throat> so taking that step to work on it. And that's why I ask you guys, man, what is it like, once again, what, what does a relationship look like to you? And is there anything that holds you back from taking the next step? Is there a time frame? Is there something that you're battling with, man or woman, you know? There's a lot of women that deal with um, a wall. They put up such a wall over their feelings and they guard their heart. They guard their mindset because they don't want to be hurt anymore. Maybe they've been hurt in the past and they don't want to be hurt no more. So they put up this facade or this kind of shield like they're just, <clears throat> you know, not for none. They're not trying to really open up or let anybody in. They're just dating, having fun, having sex or whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's comfort for them, right? They, they satisfying their physical need. But that emotional, that mental part is such a void and it's so cold there because of the hurt that they've been put through. Or then there's other women that feel like, contrary, you know, I don't want to hurt this man. This man came into my life and he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. You know, he has his problems, but I know that there's a fear inside of me that I'm battling with, you know, and I don't know if... I can give myself all because I don't know if I can invest all of me right now because I'm still broken. I'm still battling with hurt. I'm still battling with depression or um, anxiety or stress. 
right? Maybe I don't feel like I'm enough physically. Maybe my body, my weight is messing with my mind. You know, maybe there are certain things that I'm battling with that I don't feel is conducive to build a relationship. And that's a fear of mine because I don't want to get rejected because of it in the long run. You know, um, there's these are things that we all go through. You know, all of us go through, men and women. And this is a safe space to talk about it and kind of vent about it. But also it's a really safe space to just find a solution, to find the why. Find the why, man. Uh, nobody wants to be alone. Nobody wants to feel like they're not wanted. You know, everybody wants companionship to a certain extent. Um, but identifying it, identifying the, the part in relationships where we can say, yeah, I could have did that better. I could have did this better. You know, I could have maneuvered or said this. I ain't have to say that to him. You know, that was me. I was in my feelings. I don't really mean that. You know, just certain examples like that. This young lady that I was talking about, man, I think about her all the time. All the time. Think about her all the time. Um, And, you know, I just... As I reevaluate things, it's like, uh, but you, you look at stuff and you grow from it, man. It's like you have to be in a position where you're saying, look, understanding that, you know, I've been through this and I'm moving forward from it. You know, I'm trying to take the steps to be become better and understand that I know what I have to do to be better. You know, um, I posted something earlier just stating that, you know, you have to accept what it is and let go of what was and have faith, man. Have faith in what will be. Biggest thing is accepting what it is, accepting what we've done, accepting what we got to work on, uh, regardless in the past and just fixing it, man. Accepting what it was, letting it go, you know, and having faith in what it will be. You know, faith is just belief. Faith isn't a word that we don't use a lot because that's another word that's scaring people off, like submissive. You know, faith is strictly just a belief, the belief in yourself, believing in something that you want to happen. I also said something about, you know, sometimes it's better just to let things be, man. You know, let people go and don't even fight for closure. Don't even ask why this person did that or, or, or why this situation didn't work out. Things was going so well. Why all of a sudden on the blue, you feel this way, you know, you don't even ask for it. It's not even you get to a point where you don't even Okay, it is what it is, you know, accepting what it is, letting go of was and having faith in what will be. And then, you know, you just got to let things be, you know, um, I know that's easier said than done, but you, it's part of your moving forward processes. Letting it be, you know, don't fight for closure. Don't ask for explanations. Don't chase for answers. You know what I'm saying? Don't. And, and the biggest part of that is don't expect people to understand where you're coming from. man. Everybody's not going to understand where you're coming from. Everybody's not you. Everybody doesn't move the way you move. You know, it, you know, um, I read something today saying that, you know, if we if we rock with each other, the same, then we're our actions. Our actions are going to match the same, or something to that extent. But everybody doesn't process the way that we will, we process things. You know, I may love that. Sh- like I may l- really, really love you. You know, you may really, really love me. 
but because I don't know how to really, really love somebody. This is my first time. I don't know how to move in the way that you know how to move, love somebody because you've been in love before. You know, you really, really love somebody before. So you know how that looks and how that to move. Whereas this is my first time. So I'm learning on the fly. So our actions is not going to automatically go the same way. If you get what I'm saying. Right. Um, so you just have to. You can't expect people to understand where you're coming from. You just can't. You can't expect people to move the way that you're moving. You can't expect people to understand why you're moving the way you move. Because you're it, only you on what I'm saying is only you understand where you are mentally moving forward in relationships. Only you understand why you're going through why you're going through these certain traumas and, and things and fears. People don't take the time to understand why. It's just so straight to the point. Oh, look, you ain't trying to be with me. We've been fucking around for whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, well, if you ain't trying to be with me, then you got to move around. I got to move around. You know, people hardly ever take the time to understand why. You know, you may be with a girl and, yo, you've been rocking with her. Y'all been doing your thing for a couple months. And you like, damn, shorty, what's, 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 what's to it? I mean... Why can't we be together? Like I'm ready to be I'm ready to be with you. And she's just like, I'm not ready yet. Yeah, I'm I'm just going through stuff. I'm going through things mentally and emotionally and I'm battling. And instead of him hearing that part, he's just like, Oh, well, I gotta move around, mom. I mean, I ain't getting no younger. You playing games and you or or you know, that, that I mean, not saying that the person is automatically supposed to understand it, but they don't take the time to invest and dig deeper to see the why. And, you know, that's just how it is. I mean, can't knock them for that. Everybody's on a certain time frame as far as what they want. And then there's this term called uh, intentionally dating, dating with a purpose. You know, I'm I'm dating you for a purpose, right? So if you're not on where I'm on right now, then we're not on the same page. You're not really healed right now. So unfortunately, I got to continue to move forward past you because you're not on when I'm on. I'm going to say that one more time. When you're dating somebody and you're dating intentionally, you're dating with a purpose. If that person is not where you are, you may feel like you have to move forward from that person because mentally or emotionally, they haven't healed from what they're going through, which makes you feel like your time with them has expired or has ran its course. Or you feel like you've given all that you feel like you can give. And now you want to do what's best for you. You see what I'm saying? We as a whole, men, women in general, I keep saying that. This is not just a man thing. This is not just a woman thing. We all do this to a certain extent at some point in our time where we feel like we want something when we want it. And becomes a little bit impatient where we don't figure out the why that person. Now, there, don't get me wrong. There are people out here that's just strictly on BS or whatever. And they, they just playing games and playing with people's hearts. And that's not cool. You know, I I don't recommend that. Don't, don't play with people's heart, man. That, that's just not cool. I don't like my heart playing with, I definitely don't like playing with people's heart. I don't like hurting people in general, you know, but if you're going through something mentally, that's having you, hold a block you have a block around your emotions a block around your insecurities and it's hard for you to invest into someone you have to make that known 
And if that person doesn't want to take the time to invest to know why you're going through that, and they just see the surface level of I have to move on from you because we're not connected, I can't really take the time to invest in your mental and emotion mental and emotional insecurities or the way that you're battered and you're hurt. I can't really, you know, I'm getting up in age, so I can't I can't invest in that. I need somebody that's already healed. I need someone that doesn't have any baggage. You know, I need someone that's 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 ready to fully commit to me like I'm ready to fully commit to them, which is nothing wrong with that. If that's if you're that person, there's nothing wrong with having that mind state that that's but it goes back to saying that's how you think. That's how you move. You can't be mad about a person or how they think and how they move. But oftentimes when they're a per when a person is still battling with certain things in relationships or in dating and they're not really ready to invest or they're scared to invest their heart and their mind into a a committed relationship, then it's hard for them to move forward and give they all, which causes a lot of people to say they have to move on. They have to do what's best for them. So I encourage people to think about what do you really look for relationships? What are you really ready for right now? Because you may say you want love. You may say you're ready for love and you're ready to commit and you're ready to build something with somebody. But what if God sends you a person who you really care about, you really love, but they're emotionally and mentally battered right now, right? Maybe they're not ready to fully commit because of that insecurity and that fear, Are you going to take the time to dig in with them to help them get where they need to be? Or are you the person that says, I need someone that's healed? I can't invest right now to someone like that. These are questions that I had to think of myself. Where are you at right now with it? Where are you at right it? So that's what we're talking about, man. We, We, I know we... We're going into it, like I said, it's the After Dark edition, and it's definitely late. <laughs> um, but I think it's important, man, because we always talk about the word love and commitment and all these beautiful things. You know, when I was growing up as a shorty, man, things that I've always wanted, and I looked at movies and, you know, things that I envisioned, but I was ignorant of it, man. I didn't know what love was until my heart was broken. And I didn't even know how, what that feeling was like. So, I just bring that up to say that life is about evaluation. Evaluation and moving forward from what you evaluated, right? Doing the best thing for yourself. Assets and liabilities, you know, um, Things that can help you or things that can hinder you and just evaluating those, right? Where are you at? What are you willing to deal with? What are you not willing to deal with? I expose some of my truths about what I've been through in the past or the fear word and things like that. And these shows, man, believe it or not, these are my way of um, having my own little venting session to inspire others 
to understand that you're not alone out here. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. That's where the word faith comes in that. I believe that I am a great, great, great man. But I know that I'm taking steps to be even greater. You know, I have my issues. You know, I'll be the first to admit that. But I know that the core, my integrity, what I believe in, what I stand for, what my heart represents, what my mind represents, you know, the things that I want to build, my purpose in life. I feel like that I'm here to do something so special. And when I'm dead and gone, God forbid, whenever that may be, hopefully there's no time soon, but whenever that is, there's going to be documents. There's going to be shows vis visibly of me talking or audio versions of these shows or, you know, pictures of me doing interviews or recordings of me talking on stage or, you know, there's, there's going to be proof that I was here doing something that I know I was placed here to be. So with that, man, I know we got a little bit long with it tonight, but I really want you guys' input on this, man. I really want your input. Um, so if you are checking out this show, whatever time you're listening to it, be sure to reach out, man. Let me know what you think. Give me your input, man, and we'll, we'll continue to chop up on it some more. But I want you to think about that song, man. Relationships. Where are you at with it? You know, where are you at with it? Have you been through so much hurt and pain and disappointment in the past that it's putting an ice block around your heart right now? Are you in a situation where, you know, you want to love, you want to be in a committed relationship, but you're just scared, you have fear? Or are you just a person that's really just trying to figure out where life takes you and trying to figure all that stuff out? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let me know what you think, man. We are about to take a break, and we're going to sign on up out of here. The Pursuit of Moving Forward by Reggie Moving Forward is now available for you guys to go check out. Go to Amazon.com to order your copy right now. You can order directly from your Kindle, so you can read it right away, or you can order your book or you can contact me and I can get you your own autograph, signed copy, man. Go check out the book, man. I appreciate all the love. Once again, find it on Amazon, Kindle, or order your hard copy book directly from the site, www.nasaya.com. Go check it out. It's definitely a blessing. Walking in my truth to move past my past. people of the Nas Society After Dark, we have yet again touched on a lot of great things for the night, man. Once again, I want to thank all you guys, man, for tuning in and listening to the show, wherever you may be listening at, man, in your bed, in your car, wherever you're doing, man, it's much appreciated, all the love, man, for real. Be sure to follow me on all social media, Reggie Moving Forward. Facebook, The Nas Society on Instagram, Mr. Moving Forward on Instagram. Be sure to tune into the new Bars and Buckets podcast starting on Wednesday. 
February 9th, man, 7 o'clock. You can find it on YouTube live or Facebook live. Definitely good show, man. Talking about a lot of sports and hip-hop and rap and things like that, man. Cannot forget about thinking outside the box podcast, indie TV network, man. All these shows I do, man, um, it's so healing. But each one has its own entity. And this show, man, the Nas is, like I said, so personal, man. It's real intimate. And I, 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 I couldn't imagine myself not doing this show. So I want to thank you guys for all the love. We talked about a lot tonight. Um, we got into some stuff about... You know, the book, and we talked about, you know, getting back to the core root of mentorship and why we do this with Nas. But we want to, we really highlighted the thing about relationships. You know, relationships are so vital right now. And we oftentimes don't sit back and reevaluate where we've been, where we want to go, what are we really looking for, what are we, where are we at mentally and emotionally? You know, are we battered? Are we dealing with fear? Nobody wants to be alone, man. Everybody wants companionship. Everybody wants love to a certain extent, you know. You have to evaluate where you are. I took the time to do the things I need to do, seek the therapy that I needed, forgive myself for the the past, you know, accept that I do have a fear when it comes to relationships and, you know, insecurity that I deal with about being good enough. Uh, those are things that I've worked on, man, and I'm continuing to work on to be the better man, the best man that I can be. I know I'm going to be something, though, man. I know I'm going to be a great husband. I know I, those are things that I know, and that's the thing that we talked about earlier called faith, right? Faith is believing it. You have to believe it, and I know it. You know, something I believe in, I believe know in my heart. So you have to do the same, man, in your own situation, in your own love life, in your own relationship status. Where are you at? What do you believe in? What do you know you can gain? Are you forgiving yourself? Are you being open-minded? Are you willing to take the time to invest in somebody if they're not where you are right now? These are things you have to ask yourself. Really evaluate it, all right? Guys, next time we are going to get into the book. We are going to break down certain chapters, starting from the beginning, of course. And so be sure you go copy your book, man. So that way, when you talk about it, you can ask your questions and we can go live and we can just chop it up that way. Right. The pursuit of moving forward. I love you guys, man. Uh, we're going to keep continuing to go, man. Two years long, two years strong. Let's keep moving forward until the next time. N-A-S-S-O-C-I-E-T. Why? Till the next episode.